We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Hey guys, you're listening to the uh, Swap Moto Podcast presented by Fly Racing. Um, kind of excited for today's call. I've got uh, Ryan Surratt and Richard Taylor on the phone. Uh, they're up in Canada as they're both racing for the Sky Racing Kawasaki team in the uh, Rockstar Triple Crown Series up in the Great White North. So uh, we've got one round down, guys. Uh, how, uh, how are you enjoying Canada up there? So it's far, different, man. It's, <laughs> it's different. It's just like I'm not used to kilometers, and uh, I'm not used to Celsius, and uh, I don't know. The people are just nicer, so it's good, though. What about you, Ryan? So far, it's been good. The first couple of weeks were a little tough, being in a living in a trailer, being quarantined. But uh, since I've been out of that. It's been going good and been enjoying the tracks and, uh, like you said, all the nice people up here. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Ryan, I caught up with you at your house before you headed up there, and you were telling me you were telling me how uh, you were going to have to uh, walk across the border, I guess, and then uh, be quarantined in a trailer. So, guys, what, what was that all like? So, uh, pretty much, like, like I said, I wasn't sure exactly what we were getting ourselves into, but we ended up flying into Buffalo, New York, taking a taxi, and then we drove to the border, and then we had to get out and uh, do all the paperwork stuff and all that, and then our team manager, Alan, picked us up there after a couple hours once we got all that stuff done, and then we had to drive to the place we were staying at to quarantine for the two weeks mm-hmm. so uh so richard you guys got there I'm, I'm assuming you got your your nasal swab test as soon as you got there and then what, what was the deal you had to stay in like a little motorhome for two weeks yeah yeah well actually when we got to the border um they questioned us pretty hard but surprisingly they didn't even they didn't test us at the border at all they didn't even we kind of had all of our stuff um taken care of ahead of time paperwork things lawyers work permit type things um and they didn't even bother like really checking us for like actually testing us which is fine i guess because we were essential to the series so we were all good but i was a little surprised by that mm-hmm. but then yeah we went straight to uh, our little trailer in the middle of the woods and me and ryan just uh just had to sit in there for a while and we really it was pretty boring we didn't have much service um we had a tv and netflix on our phone and netflix would rarely download a movie so for the whole two weeks we got to watch about four movies and uh and yeah we just sat tight it was not the most fun thing ever we kind of learned how to cook pretty well i think we were both pretty new at that coming in and we didn't have much of a choice so me and ryan cooked up some uh some uh (laughs) <laughs> some basic meals that aren't very impressive to probably the normal person, but I was pumped on it. I made a burger, made some salad, we made pasta a couple times, 
but it was pretty good. So it was either learn how to cook or uh, lose a bunch of weight. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so okay, so guys, <laughs> what 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 was it? Was just like a motorhome, and you're in the middle of nowhere. Like, could you could you ride? Could you train? Uh, how did you pass the time? Um, well, we uh, we couldn't ride. Uh, we had ridden the Kawasaki's in America. Just I rode it a little bit, and Ryan had a bike at home. And then, uh, yeah, we couldn't. We didn't want to. We weren't really sure about the rules on riding, so we were kind of safe about it, and just didn't didn't want to break any quarantine rules and risk us getting sent back home. So we didn't ride. We were able to just train. We were, out, we were able to go outside the trailer, just kind of around the trailer, do basic stuff. Um, it was pretty miserable, honestly, being there that long, being with not much to do. Um, but it was really nice. We got out of, as soon as we got out of there, we got to get some real food. Um, or not, I guess not much more real food than we made, but it was like food (laughs) we didn't have to make for once, which was cool. Yeah. And it tasted a lot better. And, uh, and then we got to go to the track. So we really didn't get like barely any time on the bike before, um, but I still feel like for lack of seat time and everything, it uh, I felt pretty comfortable on the bike. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ryan, who's a better cook, you or uh, LRT? Uh, you know, I think we honestly came out pretty even because we kind of switched it up every night to kind of see how it went. I think we were pretty, <laughs> pretty even on it. I'm not going to lie. Dude, the salads, the salads I made, that arugula salad was bomb. And I got to shout out my mom over FaceTime. For helping me with that, she walked you through. Came out good. Nice. So yeah. uh, So did (laughs) like were you guys able to work out? Like did you go running around the trailer or something, or were you just totally chilling? Yeah, uh, we we were able to work out. Um, We did more stuff just right outside the trailer. We Mm -hmm. just didn't want to like do anything too where we could potentially get in trouble because we were just trying to follow the guidelines because that would suck if we got all the way here and then got kicked out for breaking the rules. So we, uh, I, I did a lot of like body weight workouts outside the trailer. Um, and then, yeah, we didn't really stray too far away just because, mm-hmm. uh, potentially they had where we were staying. The government had where we were at. So, if somebody were to potentially show up and say one of us was on a, a road bike or a run or something, uh, I don't know. That could be bad that yeah. we're not really supposed to be leaving what the spot. So we were just safe about it. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, uh, were there other, uh, like the, the other American riders that are up there, Gerke and, uh, Nickelodeon stuff, were they like in a trailer, like a half mile away from you guys? Or do you know what their situation was? As far as uh, the only person I heard really anything about was Nicoletti was in a trailer as well. And I think he was somewhere decently close to Gopher Dunes. But mm. as far as I know, no one was really cl- anywhere close to where we were. We were just, I mean, somewhere in the woods. Like he said, his <laughs> phone worked sometimes. And uh, my phone didn't really work at all. So oh, man. I couldn't even, I just didn't even talk to anybody besides. <laughs> Richard for those two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did you guys get your food and stuff? Did someone, or did you load up with two weeks worth of food, or did someone, like, drop it off by the log or something for you every every couple of days? Our team, our team owner, Al Dick, was nice enough to 
go run errands for us every couple of days and he would drop it on our porch of our trailer like like a woodland santa claus <laughs> and he'd open the door and there'd be a bunch of food there and <laughs> and yeah we i i would text him a list um and me and Ryan would, would brainstorm a list of things we could potentially have the skill of making. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he'd deliver them and we would do that. So that was where we got our, our stuff from. Okay, nice. So uh, I understand that Sky Racing, that's a construction team. I think you told me that, right, Ryan? Or a construction brand uh, company? It's helicopters. Helicopters, okay. So uh, <laughs> close. it's you and Richard. Is there anyone else? Is it just a 250 team? Uh, it's just us, just the Cali Two Fifty team. Okay, so uh, okay, so then, flash forward to to the race. Um, I guess uh, it's over two day format. Saturday there's one moto and Sunday's two motos. Is Saturday like a qualifier that pays points or something? How how does that work, guys? Uh, so pretty much we have like a free practice in the morning, and then a time practice for gate pick. For the first moto, which I think that's how it goes for all the weekends, unless I could be wrong and they go by points, which I think they did that the last time I was here. Mm -hmm. But I think we qualify each weekend. And then uh, the first moto is a three-moto format, so you get points per moto. Mm -hmm. And then the overalls, the overall. Yeah. All right, Ryan, so you got, uh, I think you got fifth overall, right? You went like five, four, five? Yeah. So how 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 did the uh, the weekend work out for you? Did you feel pretty good? Yeah, I mean, I qualified fifth in practice and went five four five, and especially coming from California, and uh, if anyone has ridden GoPro Dunes, it's uh, it's a unique place, and you can only explain it if you've ridden there. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain to anyone else that hasn't been there how how GoPro Dunes works, but. That my goal was to be top five and just get through the weekend and make it through this one, mm-hmm. and I, I did just that, so I was pretty happy on the weekend. Okay, so you were riding a uh, Kawasaki KX250 for a little while before you headed up there. Well, did you already have uh, settings figured out? Was there much testing for you to do up there, or did you just go up there and like fly with your fork and shock or something? No, uh, so I just rode the stock bike here i rode it for about two two and a half maybe three weeks mm-hmm. so just a handful of times and it's just completely stocked with a pipe on it and pretty much just showed up to the race and jumped on the bike and figured it out from there mm-hmm. so uh you know five four five was pretty uneventful for you just pretty smooth and Road, road to your ability, but stayed conservative. I mean, was there any crashes or incidents or run-ins with? Do you have any run-ins with the guys that blocked you last time you were up there? <laughs> uh, it was a little not as not near as bad, but I mean, there was a couple times I don't quite remember what moto, but they would they would blue flag like the riders in front of uh, Tanner Ward, and then they would put it away when. I would be coming by, so then I would kind of lose a lot of time with the lappers because if you get out of the main line, like, you would lose so much time. It was like you just sunk in the sand. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of how it goes there. And a couple times I think I was in, like, 
third third or fourth in one of the motos and they kept blue flagging me <laughs> and yeah so i don't know they were, i don't know what they were doing but oh, they, were, man. they were doing something hey guys this is justin cooper of the monster energy star racing yamaha team bc fit meals has been a huge tool in my success and keeping me healthy energetic and recovering the best possible way i can all of their meals are delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of eating right. Visit their site at bcfitmeals.com and sign yourself up today. What's up? This is Justin Barsha of the Monster Energy Yamaha team, and I trust the Rai helmet. I know that every helmet is handcrafted in Japan, and that the people who work at a Rai are obsessed with building the best helmet they could possibly can. Staying safe is a priority for me, and this is why I choose Rai helmets. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails or if you want to go a bit further longer and faster they they just brought out a new taser e-bike which is uh, yeah everyone's given the double thumbs up on so head down to your local intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at intensecycles.com check it out guys what's up this is christian craig as a motocross racer being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling and whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey, what's up guys? Malcolm Stewart. Worst Connection has been building the best aluminum parts in the motocross for the last 30 years. From the awesome ProLaunch start device and their original adjustable clutch perch assemblies, I am proud to use it on my Motoconcept Honda. Check them out at WorksConnection.com. What's up Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Vescondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next clean air filters or changing oil, tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. All right. Well, uh, okay, Richard. So uh, I think your weekend started with a crash of some sort. I saw a picture of uh, 
picture you post on Instagram, you had a big old road rash on your back. Yeah. Um, I mean, not exactly how anyone wants to start the, the series, but um, I had a decent start in the first moto. I qualified well. Um, decent start in the first moto. I was coming out of the first turn in, I don't know, seventh or eighth. Um, and somebody on the inside of me caught my inside elbow. We're turning right, so they caught my right elbow. And it shot my bars left. And then I went down and took down about a ton of the pack with me. Um, <laughs> oh, no. And, yeah, it resulted in me getting run over, a big giant pile up. Um, got up, bars super, super bent, and tried to charge back the best I could and end up uh, crashing again because of the bent bars and just me trying to go too hard. So the the... The results weren't exactly what I wanted, and throughout the weekend, I just struggled with Kill for Dunes. It really is so gnarly. Like, it's easily the gnarliest motocross track I've ever raced. Sand is so deep, and the bumps are huge. The jumps are massive with ruts all the way up the lip. So, mm -hmm. uh, then you do that three minutes, uh, thirty minutes, three times in hot and humid conditions. It's like I don't know if it can get much gnarlier than that. So. <laughs> um, I found myself on the ground all three motos, but still was able to improve every time. And by the last moto, I finished in the top 10. So I feel like I have really good potential to, um, to, to be up there, mm -hmm. uh, with, with Ryan and those guys who are at the front. So, um, I'm really excited for Walton, which is the next round coming up. It's more like California and I raced there last year and did really well in the 450 class. So, mm -hmm. um, we have a week off now. So this weekend there's nothing. The Walton's the next weekend, so I've literally just had my eyes on that ever since I left Gopher. Mm. Yeah, so uh, all the photos I saw, it was just the deepest-looking sand. It's probably the, the sandiest, deepest uh, track in uh, North America, I would say, right? Like short of uh, heading over to Europe and going to Lommel or something. That's what everyone seemed to be telling us. Uh, I kind of like – I should have taken – People, everyone was saying going in, like, was, they were really hyping it up and really, like, trying to scare me, like, oh, it's going to be a pounding. It's gnarly. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm fine. And then, uh, yeah, the first practice, I was like, oh, man, you're on. The first practice was smooth, but it was still rough for, like, being smooth. And the, it was so deep that the bike is just, just under the limiter the entire track. You're just making it scream the whole way around the track. And, it's really it's gnarly man it it i was dying and yeah. the heat mixed with everything like i think everyone struggled pretty gnarly okay so uh how was the uh the bike setup and stuff for you uh richard i i uh i talked to your dad a little bit on the phone today actually um you know you're i think you're a little bit of a bigger guy for 250 and uh i think you got some testing to do yeah yeah um i mean yeah, I'm 6'2", almost 6'3", uh, about 175 pounds without gear on. So I'm definitely a little bigger guy, especially for a 250. Um, and I typically love my suspension super stiff. And uh, going into it, especially being a sand track, I don't think your stuff could be too stiff for that track. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was a little soft for me. Um, we'll work on it and get it better, hopefully, for the next rounds. But, uh, I mean, I can't really blame the suspension too much just because it was such a gnarly track. Like, I don't know 
I don't think any suspension would have felt good out there. It was one of those <laughs> those days. So, <laughs> okay, so you, uh, yeah. Richard, your 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 stepmom is Canadian or from Canada. Um, you've raced there previously. Are you, are you pretty familiar with with the way things are up there? Like, are you right at home and are you calling Melissa and um, she giving you pointers? <laughs> yeah, Melissa's told me and showed me some some things before. Um, I had an experience today that really caught me off guard. Uh, I went to make some cereal this morning, actually. I'm staying with Andy Caliber. He was my dad's old mechanic back in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, He lives up here, kind of by Niagara Falls area. Okay. And I went to make some cereal, and I couldn't find the milk anywhere. Like, I was looking in the fridge. I couldn't find it. I had to ask someone, and it was in a bag. Uh, Apparently, they bag their milk up here. I wasn't ready for that at all. Um and yeah, I poured bagged milk, so that was different. But I don't know; it feels it's pretty similar to America. There's just some things that are a little like the people are all nicer, which is super cool, dude. Right? Can- um, Canadian people are way nicer than Americans, I think. Yeah. Literally, as soon as me and Ryan got out of quarantine, we went and ate somewhere, and the first door I got to was held open for me, and I was like, "Oh no way! This is rad! It was cool." <laughs> Yeah, but I like it. It's it's not too bad. And then yeah, Melissa, my stepmom has a, she's she's from here, so I could always call her and ask if I need anything. Or um, it's nice to have people who are family here. So yeah, it's good. Cool. Hey Ryan, so uh, you know you guys were together twenty four seven in the trailer, and I I take it you're staying in different places. Was it was it good to to get away in some space from each other? And where are you staying, Ryan? I mean, after, like, I mean, living with anyone, like, in that small of a trailer (laughs) for two weeks straight, you would think, like, you know, it's, you kind of going to, like, butt heads or whatever, but, you know, we were, we never had any problems with each other, and if anything, it just made us closer friends of anything, so, like, it, we really, we had no problems. Mm-hmm. But, you know, also we had ne- literally nothing to do. So <laughs> there was nothing to, nothing to, you know. But uh, I'm uh, staying pretty far away, actually, at uh, my friend's house, Tommy DeLay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I honestly can't even say the name. It's something it Sangre or something. <laughs> but I'm in Quebec. Uh-huh. So. Everyone here, everyone in Quebec speaks French. Yeah. And especially where I'm at, no one speaks English here. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty much like I am definitely feel like I'm in a different country right now. Yeah. So, uh, but they've been treating me like I'm part of the family and I just, you know, I can't thank them enough. Like they've been just doing everything and anything, anything they can for me. Nice. Well, hey, you're, you're, both of you guys are pumped you're there now. Well, I don't know how hot it is there, but in uh, Corona Day, it was 106. So you're not, you're not missing out on much here. Well, it's not as... It's, it's like yeah, it's humid 85 here. or 90 degrees, but it's so humid here. It's, mm. we, we got, we're, we're on the East Coast. Yeah, well, I don't miss that. So uh, there's, uh, what, four more rounds, guys? And... Uh, are they all like on the east coast or did they come over the west side uh everything is in uh ontario for the most part um we go walton this next round is walton and then the next week after that is walton again and it's actually 
the second Walton is actually the only round that's not a three moto format. Mm-hmm. So round three is a typical normal two day race, or mm-hmm. I mean two moto race one day. Mm-hmm. And then after that we go to Sandalee, and then after that we're supposed to go to Deschambeau. So um, all places I've never been except Walton. So I'm kind of pumped that they got two rounds there, especially mm-hmm. because I liked it last time and I did pretty well. So. Um, so yeah, Walton's more hard packed and California similar too. So I think me being a heavier, bigger guy on a 250, it could be an advantage there. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're back to uh, to sandier places. I know Ryan's ridden some of the other ones, um, but yeah, it's back to the MX MX12 paddle tire after Walton. <laughs> so how are the bikes, guys? Uh, who's doing the engines for you guys? So Ryan's got a Twisted Development built Kawasaki, mm-hmm. um, and then mine is uh, mine's not a twisted motor. Mine is um, I forgot who built it. Some someone up here in Canada built it. It's way closer to stock, and uh, but it's still pretty good. And um, and yeah, that's that's the bike setup. So other than that, we're pretty similar. The motors are different. Everything else is pretty similar components. So um, yeah, it's it's pretty decent. Nice. So did you go? I want to say I have a full twisted development motor. I just have the generic head. Mm-hmm. That way we make it safe because I've only seen a lot of those motors blow up. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to take that chance. And I told them to make sure it's about as easy as you can go. And mm-hmm. comparing from the stock bike to that is pretty much the only thing I can tell is it revs farther. Mm-hmm. And other than that, it feels the same as stock. So you have like a stage one or something, I'm sure. Yeah. Cool. So uh, both of you guys, obviously, Richard, you're ex-brand, but I think you are too, right, Ryan? Yeah. So LRT, did you go up there with like a giant suitcase full of goggles and supplies for the two of you? Or is there an ex-brand no, so person up there? <laughs> There's definitely not an ex-brand person out here. <laughs> uh, but I I came with a bunch of goggles and lenses and tear-offs and roll-offs and things. Um we actually in quarantine. That was one of the fun activities we found ourselves <laughs> doing. Was we were so bored, we we're like, "Hey, let's just build all our goggles right now." So uh, we built a bunch of goggles. I didn't necessarily bring a ton like stuff for Ryan, but I have a lot of tear offs and a lot of uh, sets of roll offs. And like, I gave Ryan a set of roll offs, and I have stuff if we need anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ryan got stuff before. I'm not sure, but I kind of just brought. Yeah, that was kind of how it went. So we're pretty much the whole team is, we're, we're all FXR. Um, and then the, the only things we could choose to wear were goggles and boots. And conveniently, me and Ryan both wear X-Brand and we both wear Garnet. So mm-hmm. we look full, full team, team made it up. So nice. it's pretty cool. Cool. Well, hey, guys, um, thanks for your time. I don't want to keep you away. It's, what, three hours ahead there. So you're probably ready, ready to hit the hay soon. But uh, good luck at the uh, remaining rounds. Maybe we could check in again here and there uh, throughout the series. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think it'd be cool to check in and uh, see how we're doing. Should be better. So it'd be cool to like get a further along as we get some more time up here and let you know how it is. Right on. Well, hey, guys, good luck. And, uh, yeah, stay safe and uh, get those good moto finishes for us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the uh, 
Swap Moto Podcast presented by Fly Racing. Uh, I'm Don Maeda signing off for Richard Taylor and Ryan Surratt. We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.